praise. Yeah. Let the name of Jesus be exalted. Yeah. Father, we love you. We bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. 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 You may be seated. Yeah. I want to read a scripture and then I want Debbie to share just a word that the Lord gave her. And um, she's going to share that and then we're going to pray if you want prayer. Um, just going at the end, we're just going to put on some music and just um, just pray over people. And um, we'll, we'll do that. But I want to read this scripture in First Peter. <clears throat> Casting the whole of your care. All your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all. Casting. I love that word, casting. Okay? The picture I get is in that day when, they, when Peter and James and John would go out fishing. They didn't have, they didn't have rod and reels like we have today. They had nets. And they would hang that net over their shoulder and they would cast it, you know. And I've seen them do it in Florida. You know, every year we went to St. George Island and it's a big fishing island. And, and Daddy would carry us, Mama would carry us down there every year. And, and there, would be, there would be guys out there with nets. And they would just cast that net. And it would just, it would be in a big wad here. But when they threw it, it just, it just opened up. And, and everything went away except the string that was holding it. But everything went away. And that's the picture I get here when I think about this. Casting all of my cares in the King James Version, but casting all of my anxieties on him. I was sitting there praying a moment ago and thinking about, um, you know, back two years ago, it's just been two years, when um, that demonic presence come over me and <clears throat> messed with me for about a month. And, um, and, 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 and Lila's right. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. But then James says, faith without dead, faith without works is dead. So, so there's some stuff you got to do. Okay, I think sometimes we, we, we um, you know, we, we may sit around and wait on God. And, and God's ready, but God's ready to, God's waiting on maybe us to take a step. And I can remember, I, I struggled with that for a month. And I can remember that night when it, when, it, when it got down to something that I loved, when it started messing with me about with somebody I loved, then, then it was time to faith to take action. Okay? I grew up, I grew up, I was, and, I, and I'm still this way. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fighter. Okay, I don't, it, it takes a lot to, to make me mad. But when you back me in a corner, you know, when you back me in a corner, I'm, it's a different deal. And, I, you know, if somebody walked up to me and said, you know, I got something, me and you fixing to get it on, they'd probably wear me out because I'm just, you know, I can't, I can't go like that. But if they come along and, yeah, and, and pick and pick and pick and just keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on, sooner or later, I'm going to get enough, preacher or no preacher. Okay, just keeping it real. But, you know, that's the way I was growing up. But when they, when they pushed me too far, then, then, then I would react. 
you know, and, and when, I, when I was thinking about it, when the Lord just brought that back to my memory a little while ago, I remember that night, and, and, and most, of the, most of the attacks were coming through text messages. And I wouldn't even, I, I would just lay my, I didn't even want to have my phone. I, I hated my phone. But Debbie was gone. And she should have been home an hour or two earlier, but she wasn't. See, when it, when it gets down to where you back me in the corner, and see, I didn't want to look at my phone because I was afraid there'd be another text accusing me and saying stuff and threatening and all that crap. And so I just would put my phone away because I didn't want to see it. Because if I can get away from it, it'll go away. No, it don't. You know, and I was sitting there and Bill Dingle was sitting at my table because he come that week to, to love on his brother. And I can remember, I can remember standing in my kitchen and just saying, no, God, that ain't the way it's going down. And Satan, you're a liar from the pits of hell. And I don't know where my wife's at, but I'm fixing to find out. And I don't care what's on that phone. And I can remember going and grabbing my phone and snatching it up off the counter and dialing Debbie's number. And I can remember, and I told Bill Dingle, just as soon, just as soon as I went for my phone and I grabbed my phone and I said, I don't care, you done backed me in a corner. You're messing with somebody that I love. I grabbed it. And that presence left me. And I'd been dealing with it for about a month. You can say it's not real. Let me tell you something. It was very real to me. It was very real to me. And I'm just saying, you know, this casting and giving it to Jesus. And when you do, he takes it. But I'm going to tell you, James is right. There may be something, and I'm not saying every time, because there's sometimes God just speaks to the storm and it's gone. Okay? There's all, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to say this is the way you got to do it. Don't ever box God in. He can do it however he wants to. But I'm just saying, there may be some times that you got to grab the phone and say, you ain't, you ain't, you're not, you're not doing it no more. This is it. I don't know where you're at. And we, again, I want you to be free. I want you to be free. I want to be free. There's nothing greater. There's nothing, there's nothing that's ever happened to me in all of my, all of my life that night. That was, that's the, that's the first really, I guess, and it was right when, you know, I was fixing to take over as pastor. And I knew what the enemy was doing. And like, like I said, I knew all of that. You know all the stuff. But he knows it too. The enemy knows it too. Okay? And, and so, so he, he, you know, he's going to do whatever. And he's going to slip in wherever he can. But I'm going to tell you, I just, I'm just want to encourage you and let, I'm gonna let Debbie share. There may be something that you have to, you may have to take a step. And when you do, the power that is within you, that's what you're doing. You're releasing that power that is in you called the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit takes over and you take charge and, and God gets the victory. So I don't know where you're at. I don't know what you're going through. We're just going to pray for everything because I want you free. But I want Debbie to share what the Lord give her. And, um, and, and I won't say anything because I want her to steal none of her joy. Our faith can only go as far as our awareness of God's goodness. 
our faith can only go as far as our awareness of God's goodness. Your faith can only go as far as you're aware of how good he is. Um, a week ago uh, today, I was um, in a situation. Um, <clears throat> I had to go to a place and take care of some things. And I can't tell you the whole story just because of confidentiality with, with other people. But I went into this place to handle a situation that I thought would just be very simple. I'd walk in and say, this is what I needed, and this is what I need you to do, and I'd just get the stuff, and I'd walk out. Well, that's not how it went down. Um, a lot of things happened, and it was very, very extremely shocking in what I had to deal with, and it was very, caused me fear, and it was just a very difficult situation. And I... I left the place and I went and got in my car and I said, Lord, none of that is of you and I honestly just don't know what to do. And uh, my anxiety level was off the chart. And, um, and I'm with Kim, I've had it with anxiety. It's done enough in my family and I've, I've had it. Um, but as I began to talk to the Lord, he just reminded me of the word he gave me that um, look for favor in every situation. So I just began to talk to him about that, and he put in my spirit what he wanted me to do, and I did it, and, um, and he did show me a lot of favor in it. But I was still dealing with, with some anxiety that day, and I went home and just talked to the Lord, and then the next day, I, I was just listening to a lot of messages from a lot of different people, as I do always. I listen to a lot of people. Um, I listen to Bill Johnson, Chris Ballatin. I listen to um, Jensen Franklin. I listen. I mean, I can just list and list. I listen to Rodney Mitchell. I listen to Lonnie Grimes. I listen to Ed People. I listen to Caleb Hill. And I get something from every one of them. When my heart is bent toward him, whoever's talking about Jesus, I get something. And I love it. I love every minute of it. And I was listening to this message, and it was by Bill Johnson. And I fell asleep. And um, it was a good message. Not really sure what he was talking about in the beginning. But when I woke up, this is what he said in his message. He said, you know, I deal sometimes with anxiety and I get nervous and I, I, um, I don't like to handle things sometimes. It causes me fear. And, she, and he said, and I was talking to the Lord about it one day and this is what he told me to do. He said, turn your affection toward me. And he said, and when you turn your affection toward me, look me in the eye and just look at me. And I'm going to show you something. And I, I said, okay. So I, I began to do that. I sat down. And I closed my eyes and I turned my affection toward my father. And I, and I felt his presence strongly. And so I said, Lord, when I have anxiety, that's what you want me to do. And he said, I want you to do it in the mornings. What's the first thing that comes in your mind when you wake up in the morning? And most of the time, it's whatever is causing you the most anxiety is the thing that pops in your mind. But what I want it to be is when you open your eyes in the morning, I want you to turn your affection toward me and look me in the eyes and just say, I love you. 
And that's what I want you to do. So I begin to practice that. And I'm a visual person. I, I just asked the Lord to help me with it. I said, Lord, I need you to help me with this and show me this. So Sunday night, um, we went to Cracker Barrel after church. And um, we, there was a bunch of us in there, a couple of tables in there, and a lot of noise and stuff going on. And um, Rodney got up to go talk to Lonnie at the other table. And when he did, I don't know, the Lord just prompted me to turn and watch. And when I did and I turned, Travis and Stacy's little girl, Vivian, was standing up. She was in one of their laps. And she said, Pastor Rodney. And when she said that, Rodney's eyes went straight to Vivian immediately. And they put her down on the ground and she ran around the table. And as she was running around the table, Rodney dropped to his knees. And when she got there, she looked him right in the eye and she said, Pastor Rodney, I love you. And she put her arms around him and he put her arms around her and held her. And he said, that's what I want you to do when you turn your affection toward me. Don't worry about anything. You just turn your eyes toward me and look me in the eye and just say, I love you. And, I lo and I'll say, I love you. And in that presence, in that moment, there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing that can cause anxiety in that moment. When I watched that little girl do that, and the Lord said, that's what I want you to do. That's how you turn your affection toward me. When she went to see Pastor Rodney, she wasn't going to ask him for anything. She didn't need anything. She didn't want anything. All she wanted to do was just say, I love you, and look him in the eye. Gail, you saw it. And, and right, you come like a child. I want to encourage you. That just did something for me. It was life-changing for me. And I want to encourage you. There's going to be times things are going to happen. And given the right circumstance in your life, anxiety will try to raise its head up. You can say, oh, well, that, don't, that wouldn't bother me. But there could be a circumstance in your life that if the right thing happens, you will. And I want you to practice. You know, the Lord said practice. It's okay. Practice turning your affection toward him and just looking him in the eye. Ever how long that takes? Bill Johnson said, I'll sit there for as long as I need to. Sometimes it's five minutes. Sometimes it might be five hours. But I turn my affection toward him and I just say, I love you. And then when that presence comes, look, it's hard. I'm not saying this in a critical way, but it's hard to get his undivided attention. He's a busy man and he's got a 10,000 things going on. And there, I don't know how many people were in that restaurant. But when that little girl said, Pastor Rodney, everything, I don't know what he was talking to Lonnie about, but that was over. Everything was over. And he was on his knees and he was paying attention 100% to that little girl. 100%. 
and whatever was on her mind. And that's exactly how our Father does. Whatever's on your mind, whatever's bothering you, as soon as you call his name and you turn your affection toward him, he's, he does the same thing. He falls or whatever he needs to do to look you in the eye and you look him in the eye and just say, I love you. And it changed everything for me to see it in that perspective. And God gave me that visual for me to see it. And I want to say this about, I think this was in one of the sermons. I don't know. It was one of them. I don't know if it was that one. But there's a scripture that says, with God, all things are possible. I want you to say that with me. With God, all things are possible. It doesn't say with God all things are impossible except anxiety. It says all things are, impo are possible. Impossible. Okay. Jack Taylor, who's been here many times, he did a study on this scripture and he broke it down in, in the Greek and he did all that. And I'm just going to read you. I don't have time to tell you all how he did it and what all of it means. But I'm going to read you when he, when he broke it down in the Greek what it, what it said. No freshly spoken word of God will come to you that does not contain its own ability to perform itself. Let me read it again. No freshly spoken word of God will come to you that does not contain its own ability to perform itself. Nothing with God, nothing. So we want to pray for you. If, you, if you're, I don't know how Rodney wants to do it or, or how he's got that, but I just, I want you to practice turning your affection toward your father and visualize that little, I, I, I would give anything if we were all had been sitting there and y'all could all watch it. But I saw it, I think Gail saw it. I don't know who else saw it. I guess, I don't know if Nikki and them saw it. I know Travis saw it. But it was just, wasn't it? It was just Unbelievable. And I guess for me, because God set it up for me to see it, because I'd ask him, help me understand what that really means. Help me to see that the way you meant for me to see it. And he has that for all of us. And, and when, he, when he does that, that presence is so strong. There's nothing that can come in between the two of you. I mean, you couldn't have got between those two if your life had depended on it. Because he was so 100% in to ministering to that little girl. And that's how our father is. He's just that good and that wonderful and gracious. So I love y'all. And I say in the name of Jesus, anxiety's going to be gone. <laughs>